Tonight, we're going to present a special show. Well, every week's special. Tonight's another one of those opportunities to help better educate and inform people about what we call mediation and what it can be and can be different from. So it's called improvisational mediation. Yes, and. <clears throat> and our visitors tonight who will be playing roles <clears throat> are Joni Cass, John Adam, and Jordan O'Connor, the three J's. And they're all here in the studio in Toronto. So we're doing a performance of mediation on the radio. It is being done as to the concept of improvisation, which uses a template of yes and, with the purpose of building upon what is presented at the moment. When people are in a state of negative conflict, the general sense is to say something somewhat positive or neutral about the other person involved and then inject the word but. Injecting but has a tendency of minimizing and marginalizing what was first said and then what is said afterwards is basically a lot of negativity. So the intention tonight is to present a more fluid, flexible, and mostly adaptable way of assisting and supporting individuals to, to self-define and self-determine their own pathway to attain the outcomes as they identify. Mediation can and does take many forms in terms of process, practice, and purpose. Today, we are presenting one of those forms that has been modified, which is mentioned uses improvisation and its adaptable nature as the foundational basis of the process for the purposes of doing it within the timing and setting of the radio program. Period periodically, I will stop the process and discuss amongst the participants what is happening. This radio show will be video recorded and later edited to upload for public access. So the mediator tonight is Joni, and the two role players are John and Jordan. So thank you for coming in tonight, gentlemen. Um, I, my name's Joni, and I'm your mediator. I've been brought in by the company um, to, to help you try and find a way through this conflict that you've, you seem to have found yourself in, uh, in the workplace. Have either one of you ever been in a mediation before? I have. You have? Okay. Mm. I, I haven't. And you haven't. No. Okay. Let's first of all see, um, how do you like to be addressed? We usually go pretty casual by first names. Um, Jordan is good for me. Jordan's good for you? Yeah, John's good for and me. And John's good for you. Okay, so we're the three J's. Yeah. Um, so you have been in a mediation before, yes. Jordan? So <clears throat> you have a sense of, of what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and John, you haven't? I have not. Okay. So... Um, how about, before we start kind of getting into it, I'll just give you a, a, a sense of um, how, how I do this process and, and um, what you can expect and what it kind of looks like for you, okay? Great. Um, first of all, this is a voluntary process. So neither of you has been coerced into participating or or anything, right? You're you're both here voluntarily. You come here because you want to work things out. That's, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We have this really important project that needs to get done. So. And, and yeah, 
and it's getting in the way, right? It really is getting in the way. Yeah. So, I, I first of all, I just want to say how um, how very happy I am that you've both decided to come voluntarily to try and work things out instead of letting things just drag on the way they are, because that really shows um, a willingness to cooperate and and to to really kind of put yourselves on the line in in a in a way and that takes a lot of courage and um, it shows that you're uh, devoted to making things work out in the way they should so that you can get the job done right and and that you can both feel happier and more comfortable in your work right mm. so I just want to say that if at any point either of you feels like this isn't going well or it's not really what you want to be doing or that that it's not you know working out for you there's there's nothing that says that you have to continue but what I would ask is that you would talk to me first um, just kind of <laughs> so take me aside and just let me know what the problem is and give me an opportunity to change things up so that maybe it can work for you All right. okay because right. I'm I'm kind of one of the participants too and that brings me to the next point which is my role so I'm not here to decide who's right or who's wrong or um, make any decisions about how you're going to move forward or even suggest any suge thing about how you should move forward I'm here to provide an environment where the two of you can talk to each other in a way that's going to help you understand each other better and figure out together new ways of moving forward that are going to work better for you. Okay, okay so you're looking puzzled. Do you have a question no, about that? I thought that this was supposed to be a resolution. That's what I was told, that we'll go here, we'll <coughs> figure everything out. That's what my boss told me. Yeah. You're the resolvers. Okay. Okay, so I have been educated and have experience in a process that makes it more likely that you'll be able to see things from each other's point of view. So I'm the keeper of the process, in a way. Clearly, the way you've been communicating with each other has not been working out so far. So I'm here to bring a different way of communicating with each other so that you can work together on making things better. Okay. Okay, does that answer yep. your question? So it's your process and our outcome? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay? Great. Um, the other important thing is confidentiality. What happens in this room should stay in this room. Now, I don't think any of us is naive enough to believe that just because someone promises that, that it's going to be confidential, it's going to always be confidential. And I, I like to kind of um, just make it about kind of scout's honor, you know, that there's a respect for the process, that you come in here willingly to try and make things better. And in order to do that, you're going to have to be able to speak freely. And in order to speak freely, you have to be able to feel like it's not going to go somewhere else. Okay. Right? So, what happens if I reveal 
something in here and then <clears throat> this doesn't work out mm-hmm. can it be used against me some way no. somehow in court no and i i'm glad you brought that up because as a mediator i cannot be compelled to testify in any kind of court proceedings or you know even my notes i shred them at the end of the session okay this is a conversation we're having okay this is like the almost the anti-court. <laughs> it's a conversation we're having. I'm, le- I'm leading you and guiding you through a conversation with each other that's different from the conversation you've been having so far. Okay. And you're not sharing anything with our no. HR team or executives? No. Okay. So, and that's one of the reasons that they brought in someone from the outside and not from the HR team. H- HR people are often trained in, in dispute resolution. But, um, and I think wisely, they felt that this was something that should be, uh, have a neutral person from the outside who's not, who's not even going to be perceived as being on anybody's side. And that's what's really important about this, is that I'm not on one side or the other. I'm on the side of helping you move through this conflict and make it better. That's my interest in this um, and of course like any human being I'm gonna have biases and things but I'm gonna do my best not to let that interfere with your process okay because okay? this is really about the two of you working this out together with my help okay so I'm cutting in here this is one of these coaching moments <clears throat> because we're just before a break and I want to have a little time what are you trying to do in, in starting off this process, Johnny? Well, I'm trying to let them know um, just what to expect, what um, our different roles are. I don't. I want to correct any misconceptions they might have coming in, um, which I've been doing. I think. Absolutely. Right. I I want to set the tone of a very informal kind of back and forth, it's not me, you say, now you talk, now you talk, you know. Um, Yeah, and just letting them know the parameters. So you're creating a framework. Yeah. That you're looking the two of them to then take ownership of how they're going to express their own points of view. And then with your assistance and support through the uh, event of this session, they're going to come to some point of hopeful mutual yes. resolution where they're both on the same page yes and I'm trying to set that tone of optimism and giving giving um, my my optimism to them so as as a participant in this mediation um, as a disputant um, I feel that you are also creating a safe space Right. Um, you're doing a good job at reading my body language, reading my face even, and sort of calling me out like, hey, you know, I notice you look a bit puzzled, you look like you have a question, and making sure that you answer all of that before we get into the meet. Right. And, and, yeah. and John, how do you feel from her doing that? I think it's, I'm, I feel a bit more comfortable opening up because um, like any process, um, like in the role I'm someone who's never taken part in mediation before so I'm gonna have hesitations 
Sure. Right. And being able to identify maybe areas where I might have some challenges or hesitations, you're addressing them so that you minimize any sort of disruptions later on in the process. And, and she's creating, uh, obviously, uh, a sense of um, the format, if you want to call it, yeah. and a sense of trust mm -hmm. within her for you mm -hmm. so that you can trust the process. Because you're obviously here with Jordan, who has a contrary view of circumstances that's brought you to this process. And that's to be explored. Especially moving on, we're going to take a break. And so your next step, Joni, will be to, after we come back, is to get into perspective sharing. Yes. Okay. So are we good to start talking about what's been going on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think... Start. Great. And if you have any questions about the process, if I've left anything out, please feel free to let me know. Mm -hmm. Just one thing. Um, so what, as we're going to start, we're going to have you each tell the three of us what's been going on that's brought us here from your own point of view. And while each of you is talking, I want the other to really just listen. And there will probably be things that you're hearing that you don't agree with or that don't sound right to you. And if, if there is, please write it down. I've provided you with paper and pen. And um, if you have something to say, we will, you'll always get an opportunity to say something about what's been said that, that bothers you. But it's really, really important that each of you gets an opportunity to just speak and be listened to. And that's part of the process that I've been talking about. Very important part of the process. Um, if there's any time where you feel like um, you need to talk to me outside of the room or you need a break or whatever, um, sometimes that can be a very important part of the process too. Then please just let me know that and then the other one will have the same opportunity to speak with me privately as well. Okay? Um, so. Does either of you feel like you really want to go first? <clears throat> I, I can go first. Is that okay, okay with, with you, Jordan? Yeah, that's great. Okay, great. Okay. So, um, as you know, I am director of marketing. Uh, been with this company for the last uh, three years. So we still function more or less like a startup. Um, very exciting times. We've had tremendous growth. We hired over a thousand people in the last two years. So it's um, we're, we're growing fast um, now. We have a lot of exciting products. This is a tech company. Um, we have a new product launch uh, three months from now. And as director of marketing, you know, I'm responsible for the entire go-to-market strategy uh, when it's client-facing. And <clears throat> this particular product uh, sort of just fell in my lap, and it is one of our most exciting launches. And we had to go and look for outside assistance, right, because... Um, there's just a lot on our plate for the entire team. And um, you know, we have 
social media to worry about we have the website to worry about um, and we for some reason never really thought you know during that huge hiring spree to get somebody that was good at uh, media mark media marketing right videos commercials and well, somebody referred Jordan to me and well it was my boss and you know my boss decided you know we need to bring in somebody who has experience um, pretty much just hitting the ground running hard getting things done so we brought Jordan in and I was excited for him to join the team and like I said uh, three month go-to market product launch and I have a lot of boxes to check off and one of them is making sure that all the video, all the material is good to go. It's perfection, right? And me as a person, I start planning months and months in advance, right? And I've just been feeling as of late that um, our personalities clash, right? Like I'm first one into the office, right? Usually the last one to leave. Jordan's strolling in at 10.30. 11 o'clock I just straddling in like a cowboy and you know he's out of the office at 3 o'clock and we're paying him big bucks to come in and make sure that this is a flawless execution and I just feel like there is no buy-in here, maybe because he's an outside contractor and he doesn't ha like he's he's gonna get paid regardless, right? And you know I have options in the company. I need to, you know, I have a lot of pressure from the top executives coming down that make sure this goes, you know, flawless. Like I said before, and I'm just concerned that his work ethic is not there and he's not taking this project as serious as. The rest of us are. Okay, can I just um, thank you very much for that. And I just want to make sure that I understand what it is you've been saying. Um, so it sounds like this project is like is an exceptional project that there's a lot riding on. And there's been a lot of planning and a lot of forethought. And you're throwing a lot of resources into it. And there's a lot of um, there's a lot riding on it for you, yep. and um, you're happy to get Jordan on board as someone who could hit the ground running, do the thing, and wouldn't need a lot of hand holding, um, and could just kind of get her done. More or less, yeah. I feel like that's it was. Jordan was sold to me in that sense by my boss that, you know, you know that he knew that you know, we needed to hire someone like Jordan because Jordan is just this exceptional marketing, quote-unquote, guru okay. when it comes especially to media marketing, like videos, right, uh, doing commercials, making sure that they just look amazing. But right. um, I feel like... I might have been lied to or oversold because I don't see that in the behavior. So you're not you're not seeing what you expected from what your boss told you. Yes. And 
the reason that you're not seeing it, it sounds like, is because of um, the difference between you and him in terms of how you show up to work. You're first one in, last one out. You're like planning and, and there. And he comes in uh, later on, 10.30, leaves at 3. And that is just not what you expected at all from him. No. And it's because he doesn't have any buy-in the company, right? Like, he is going to get paid regardless of what. Right. So, but if... I'm wondering if that's... Um, that's... You're, you're already saying why he does that, right? Because that's something that you're thinking. Oh, it must be because he has no buy-in to the company. Like, he's, he's from outside... He's just contracted. He's going to get paid. He doesn't really care. That's kind of the... Pretty much. What you're thinking. It's what you're... It's how you're explaining that to mm -hmm. yourself. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Is there anything else you want to add? Do you want to tell me a little bit about how things have been going between the two of you in terms of what brought you into mediation so it's me again hi you just uh trying to monitor both your process and also the reality of uh, doing live radio and so it's another coaching moment in advance of uh, the next break so at this time Joni, you've been presenting first the perspective of uh, john in terms of what he has experienced from his point of view and how do you feel Jordan's feeling right now? You're asking Joni, right? Yeah, I'm okay. asking Joni. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I've been looking at him from time to time. Yeah, that's part of my thinking. Like, you've been actively engaged in a conversation with one person. Yeah. And the other one is not, quote, actively engaged. Right. Through conversation. Though they are uh, communicating. Right. And so how are you connecting with that form of communication? Well, at the moment, I'm, I'm checking in on him just to make sure he, he doesn't look like there's steam coming out of his ears or anything like that. But um, at, I'm framing John's input and trying to, take, trying to begin to reframe it a little bit in terms of his assumptions about Jordan and and how he shows up just to start that shifting of perspective a little bit and I feel like Jordan's okay for now I think we're going to really have to have to move quickly to get to Jordan soon but I wanted to get at what's been happening between the two of them right and, and you know with your technique too with uh, engaging with uh, John when you're stating back or restating what you've heard, you have to make sure, as you're doing, that the words are his, the feelings are his. You're not defining that. It's from your perspective of what, as to the assumptions. You're not making the assumptions. It's what uh, John is. Is that fair right. to say? Yeah. I mean, how do you feel, John? Do you feel like I kind of stated it? Yeah. 
pretty think, much. Yeah, you did. Is. Because the risk is if you take ownership of John's, one, it may not be expressed exactly how John really ideally feels. Yeah. And then the other side is that Jordan may have a sense that, hey, you're reinforcing these assumptions and judgments yeah. about me, and I haven't even had an opportunity yet to express my point of view. Well, and I can say from my personality and what I'm bringing to this role is I'm definitely a person who wants to sit and really see what people are going to say a couple of times before I jump in. So I'm getting a sense of what John sees as important, what things he's actually saying again and again. Because I'm also basically a contractor. I don't want to blow any of this out of the water. And I have a good relationship with his boss. In fact, that's who brought me in. The relationship that I'm having trouble with is with John. So it says to me as a contractor, John has something going on with his boss that I'm actually not privy to. But if I overplay or dramatize or do anything, I could screw up this as contract work. So there is... For me, even though I'm an employee, there is a kind of negotiation in my mind if I don't want to blow this opportunity out of the water. So it wouldn't help me to jump in and be antagonistic. So you have interests, of course, in, in this process. Yeah. Immediately with John, though also broader with the organization. Itself. Yeah, like if, if John hadn't have said I wanted to go first, I would have said, could John go first? Okay. All right. We'll, we'll stop. And when we come back after the break, it'll provide an opportunity for you to put up and share, Jordan. So thank you very much, John. I think you've um, really helped me understand what's going on from your point of view. Jordan, can can we hear about your point of view now? Yeah, I mean, I know Jim, who's John's boss, who's ultimately my boss. And uh, Jim brought me in because I've worked with him in the past on different projects. And as John said, I've, I'm known for doing video, for doing advertising video, uh, for commercials, things like that, but also content for the web. And this is what I've done for many years. So I have a, a fair amount of experience, uh, a considerable amount of experience. Um, and John uh, and I met, and I, I think perhaps we have different styles. I think that's kind of obvious. There's no question I come in late and I leave early, but I also work 24 hours a day. And in my world and what I do, I'm not an office person. I don't live in that I'm, anybody can reach me whenever they need to. We shoot on different times. I'm meeting with different people at different times. Um, and I'm always reachable. So my job is to create content, uh, but I get the content from the client. Now, that sounds easy enough, but if I go and shoot something, so if I make a commercial, and then there's changes made after the fact, that's a new cost, so it makes sense that we want to have everything clearly outlined, that the client is happy with everything before we go to shoot. What's happened is there's been more and more revisions and changes because I think the company has expanded so much, which is exciting. And I think the this deadline, this three-month deadline, is looming, that it is hard to try and keep on top of some of these things that I would need to know in detail uh, by the time we go to shoot. And if I don't have them, time is money. So John and my approach clearly has been a problem. I, I think we were both excited about the work, both excited about the project. We both have a great relationship with Jim. Um, but how I am doing my job is a problem for him. And the problem I have is the way I do my job has already been road tested, so to speak. So I know what I'm doing. And 
So how do I fit into somebody else's system who doesn't know how to make commercials so I can make them based upon somebody not knowing how to make commercials? I don't know how to do that. I would like to make everybody happy, but realistically speaking, I'm not really sure how to do that. So that's where it seems to me where we're at, unless I'm... Sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah, how is that... I'm, I'm, in... Like I'll say, I'm just worried that we're not going to be ready for the product launch. Right? Yeah. And if it doesn't go through, then I don't even want to think about what's going to happen after that. And I would say... Because the investors, everyone, are looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. And it has, like I said before, has to be flawless. And I, I would, I would add to that. It's not in my interest to have all of these years um, as successful in this business to have something fall through. I think, you know, John could spend less time worrying and more time doing. And I think there's a certain amount of anxiety that's being projected onto me that I can appreciate. And I, to be frank, I wonder if. John and Jim should have a mediation to talk about why I was hired because I'm not sure John's comfortable with that decision, of which I have no part in, right? So that has to be separated from our working relationship. I can't deal with anybody's worry. I can only deal with what are the stages and the things that we, what are the beats we need to hit in cinematic terms? And if we are able to do that, then we will absolutely make those deadlines. Spending time worrying isn't going to do anything for us. So I'm good if we put together a plan organized deadlines based upon certain time frames but he has to meet them because ultimately i'm a guy filming what they want that's basically what it is but if that is prolonged if that period becomes protracted then i have no control over that because i'm not the boss above me is john and above him is jim so this is where i'm at i have the least amount of power but it's being treated that because i come in late and i work different hours that's the problem that's mm-hmm. not the issue as far as I'm concerned. And I say that because it has never been the issue in the past. Okay, thank you for that. Um, John, is, the, is there anything that you've been hearing that you would like to respond to? Or are you, are you good for me to give kind well, of... Well, I don't think I have any issues with, with Jim. Right? I, I, don't, I don't know where that's coming from. Right? My, my challenges are directly related to my relationship right now with Jordan. Okay. Uh, Jim and I are friends from for the last two decades. Right? Um, our kids go to school together. We've been best men. Best, he's been the best man at my wedding. Right? So I, I actually don't appreciate that Jordan is making that assumption. So maybe you could ask Jordan where that does come yeah, from. Where does that come from, Jordan? It comes from what you said earlier. And this actually is good because this highlights the fundamental problem. When I say something, I clearly mean one thing, which is you mentioned to Joni that I was kind of put on you, right? That it wasn't, you were told that I was good, you were told that I could do this, but it was ultimately Jimmy made the call. So I got the impression from that that you weren't happy with the result of that, which is something that you would talk to Jim about, not to me about. So then I said, maybe you and Jim should talk, and you basically said, I don't appreciate that. I find that confusing. This is kind of the problem we keep on ending up in, where I'm saying left, and he's saying, I don't want to go right. And I'm thinking, 
I didn't say that. This is not yeah. what I was intending. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm not criticizing their relationship. I'm not saying they're not friends. I'm not saying they haven't been friends for 20 years. I'm not devaluing anything. I'm saying my narrow relationship between Jim and myself as, per, as a person brought into this, that's an issue for John. And now... So I, if, if I understand what you're saying, it's that you're feeling like the the basis of the conflict between you is that you feel like maybe you were pushed on to John by Jim and maybe that's really an issue between them? I think it's more fundamental to the communication. If I'm doing a commercial and I say, are we doing this? And he'll say, well, no, I don't want you to do that. I get no answer. Or if I say, I think we're going to go left on this. He's like, well, I'm not happy with that. Go right. Then we have no plan. So if I say to him, just as this example, I think you and Jim should have a conversation about hiring me because you're not happy with that. And he says, I'm offended by you saying that. That is a total communication breakdown. So how do those two people make a commercial? Right. Because if I say, are we going to shoot in this location? I don't think we should shoot in that location. Well, are we going to use this? I don't think we should use that. So there's antagonism on some level going on that I can't do my job because of that. Because we're just not hearing each other. And that's what I'm kind of throwing my hands up in the air saying, Listen, I just shoot what you want, right? So you got to tell me what you got to know. You got to not spend your time worrying. You got to be a closer and do it because that's what I am. So it's like we get stuck on the treadmill and I just think, just make a call and let's go forward. So John, can you, um, can you tell us what, what you just heard Jordan say? What I've heard Jordan say is like there is... What I'm hearing is that there's Jordan's frustrated with the lack of communication, the breakdown between us that um, we have opposing, we sort of have an antagonizing sort of communication between each other. Um, you know, if he says go right, I say go left, and it is a big obstacle right now for us to meet our deadline. So clearly, this needs to be sorted out. We need to come to some sort of understanding that's going to help us move forward. Yeah, because I think that kind of going out to, oh, he, he's, um, you're making kind of an assumption now that he's upset with Jim for kind of overselling you or whatever. But you've got a three-month deadline. This thing has to happen. You need to sort this out together now and that's what we're here for so um can i make a comment sure if that's okay so jordan you mentioned <clears throat> that you know i tell you what needs to be done and then you you just go and execute right um i need you're the expert right i have no background in you know video production and making commercials and whatnot so you know, when you ask me for advice, it's hard for me to just tell you, okay, yes, this this is what it should be. This because I'm, I'm good at specific tasks, right? Leading my team, but and 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 helping grow this organization from different areas in uh, in, in marketing. But for you, you're the expert for video production, right? So like when you ask me, hey, should I do this? Should I do that? You know, I might give you an answer, but I don't know, right? So this is where I feel like you should just take charge and do it. 
right? Um, you know, we've sort of given you this vision of what we want, and you know, if you feel that that's the right decision or what you feel that needs to be done, go ahead and do it. I think we're having challenges every. You know, I th I feel like. You want to come to me to make sure you're on the right track, but I just want you to take charge and get it done, if that makes sense. Then we're solved. <laughs> because at the it's end of the day... It's that easy, eh? Because if I, what I'm doing is I'm getting approval at certain points to make sure, is this what you want? So I'll present, let's say, two options for something. And then I get, I don't know. So that means I'm going back to look for another two options. If he's saying, you pick one of those two options, then I go on to the next stage, which I am totally good with. But at a certain point, it's their product, it's their thing. So I want to make sure it's on the right track. And I also want to present options because there are other marketing factors that I'm not aware of. So, for example, maybe there's a demographic that they want to hit. There's a certain market that they want to hit, whatever it is. There's a certain medium that they want it to occur in. This has to be for Facebook. This has to be for Instagram. This has to be whatever it is. So I have to make sure that it's fitting into the larger matrix of their overall marketing campaign. Because the videos aren't the entire sum of their marketing. So when I'm asking these questions, I'm certainly not trying to slow things down. That is the last thing I want to do. I am excited and happy when it's moving along and I feel like we're closing and we're moving and we're closing and we're moving and there's momentum. That's to me when I'm at my best. So if I don't need to get approval on anything, I'm good. How about this? You know, I think the one thing that we didn't do was actually sit down and spend a day right, mm -hmm. going over the deliverables. Right and figuring out exactly what needs to be done mm -hmm. and when. Instead, we and just, how? And how? And we just jumped into it, right? And and now that I'm hearing you speak <clears throat> and I'm listening to you, I'm thinking of ways that it could have been done better, right? And so, just before this last break, uh, what I've been hearing, and you, Joni, fill in the blanks. You're trying to get them to hear each other not only understand what happened, why it happened. You're going into the interest area. Below, like the symbolism of an iceberg. We got to go below the waterline to explore and pull out not only the, the what, the why, the interest, the needs, the fears, the concerns, etc. Is that fair to say? Yes. Okay, so now you've got, it sounds like, from my hearing, that uh, there seems to be a, a movement amongst the two of them. A consideration that, hey, we may have not had all the information we needed to understand each other when we forged this relationship, and now we can create the conditions for that to happen from this process to then navigate afterwards. And then you'll work on that after we come back at, at you know, the next break, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just want to say at this point how impressed I am with both of you. Um, for really coming in and doing the work and saying how you really feel. It feels very authentic to me and you're really making a lot of really good progress with that. That's my impression. How do you guys feel about that? I feel good about it. I feel there's a bit more of an understanding. In a way, it's easy. We both want this to be successful. So we're not actually, we don't have different ultimate goals, but we just tripped on the way to getting to that point. So I feel good about this. John? I'd say I concur. 
I feel that um, there is some forward movement here and I'm feeling quite optimistic that we're going to be able to find a resolution because I've, I've heard Jordan say some things that I never knew right? yeah. and I think that I had my assumptions took the uh, best of me here and um, I'm hoping that we can leave today with, with, a, with a game plan. Yeah. Oh, I'm really glad to hear both of you say that. And I think it's something we can really build on. Um, what, what I've identified from what you've said is that mainly each of you has some different needs here. And just for the sake of time, I'm going to try and elucidate what they are in my mind. It seems to me, John, like you really need to feel like Jordan's invested He's got this. He's going to do his job, and you don't have to worry about him. And because you got lots to worry about, and every time he tries to check in with you, what do you want? You feel like he doesn't know the direction, and it and it makes you very anxious. And you need to have your. I seem to know that he is the expert, and he's got this. And when we hit that three month mark, that it's, it's going to be there. It's going to be, gonna be the fabulous. Best thing because I've seen his past work, I know he is very capable of getting great content out there. Right. And Jordan, your need is to, to make sure that you're providing what he wants so that there isn't some kind of crazy thing going down at the last moment that is going to ruin everything. You want to make sure you're aligned with what your client wants from you. Yeah, and I think I have a, a better sense of that now. I I think the assumption going in that I had, that was a misassumption, is that I needed to get more from John um, in a, work through a series of incremental steps to make sure that John knew that everything was on, on, on you know, we're, we're in lockstep, we're moving towards the three-month deadline. But I can see now that I actually inadvertently, because it was not my intention, created anxiety for John. For John's thinking, why is this guy always talking to me about these things? What's going on? Doesn't he know what he's doing? That wasn't my intention, but I, I think I, my intention was to make sure I knew what was going on and he knew that we were connecting and having good communication because we don't have a working relationship. Mm -hmm. The clients that I've worked with have a long history, there becomes more and more unsaid. Just because you have more experience more work that you've done that you can draw upon. Because I didn't really know John, perhaps I was a little bit, or seemed like I needed more hand-holding than I actually need. Mm -hmm. So how does it feel to hear that, John? It's exactly how I felt. So I, I'm feeling a bit more at ease right now. Good. So why don't we work on a roadmap for how to get from where we are, now knowing what you know about each other and understanding each other's um, motivations and, and what you're thinking and now how you understand each other better, how are you going to work together in a way that you can meet each other's needs and ultimately meet the needs of the project? Because that's the overarching need. I mean, I'd like to suggest one thing is if I could have one person from your marketing department, it does not need to be you because you have too much going on, that I can then reach out to when I need something that it might be, can you get me a, 
a, a write-up on a certain thing or can you give me access to some photos that you, or whatever it is but it doesn't get in your way but I can get it for the content that I need to create so if you could just kind of give me a liaison absolutely you can I'll put you in contact with my talented uh, digital marketing specialist Cindy perfect alright and um, yeah great so then anything I'll liaise with her yeah you can liaise with her and then um, if there's anything that needs to be escalated uh, she can bring it directly to me so you don't feel like you're being nickel and nickel and dimed all the time. That if something's really important that you need to give your approval on or whatever, yep. you're there. Absolutely. But you feel you have someone to go to yeah. to make sure that you're doing what needs to be done and that there's the trust. And he can check in with Cindy whenever he wants. Right. And he knows Cindy. He has a working relationship with Cindy. He trusts Cindy. Yeah. So he can comfortably do it in his way as opposed to me and us not really having the same relationship. How does that feel? Feels good. And I, I think I was mentioning earlier, um, I think we we should have uh, maybe a half-day sit-down. Mm. Uh, just you and I and Cindy. Yeah. Um, get everything that we, from our end that we're hoping to achieve. And then you pretty much provide us with uh, feedback on that with deliverables. Mm -hmm. And maybe we can have, say, uh, dates in there. Yeah, Check-in no dates and whatnot. And then... You know, my job is to remove any obstacles for you mm -hmm. to get where you need to get. Great. Right, so that's what I'll do. Mm -hmm. You have my word on that. And um, yeah, and then we can we can work with Cindy and you know let's make this the best product launch that this company has ever had. Mm -hmm. How's that feel to you, Jordan? That's great. Yeah, the, you know, for filming, the more organized, the better. Anyway. Filming is you're involving a whole bunch of different people. Forget the money, but you're involving a whole bunch of people. So you can't be un, you know, uncoordinated. You need to be very coordinated. So that's hugely helpful to be able to set the deadlines, know how we're going to match and meet and exceed the expectations of those deadlines, but we're not going to get lost. So, yeah, no, that's very helpful. So this is our last part here. What, have you, uh, what do you feel, Joni, in terms of what's happened? I feel that they are the ideal parties who I would love to work with at all times. <laughs> if, if only, if only. We can do a traveling show with this. You make me feel so good and powerful and skilled. <laughs> well, you know. So the two of you, how, how each of you, starting with you, Jordan, at this point, just uh, in terms of the next step, for example. It feels very good to me, and... You know, my interest going into this was to calm the waters, to sustain the relationship, and potentially grow the relationship. And there was some kind of a communication thing that I myself wasn't clear on, so I'm sure Joni wasn't, and, and I'm sure John wasn't. And so once I really heard him, and then I started to get a sense of where he was coming from, and then I started to think about what my role is, and then realized I was essentially asking him for something that was triggering the wrong thing. So I thought it was a soothing thing that I was doing by going to him. He thought it was, oh, my God, this guy's a disaster. Right. So once I think we found that there's this singular event in communication that was taking place, however, there's two interpretations, uh -huh. that's when it started to feel like a shift for me. And I felt more like, okay, we can figure out and find progress here. And, and you also expressed earlier that it was important for you to hear him first. Like when Joni put that out, who wants to go first? And he volunteered mm -hmm. at the same time. If no one did, you would have encouraged him. Yeah. So what I find in, uh, in doing any process, we tend to generally note who should go first 
and who needs to talk first. Another component, the flip side is who needs to be, who needs to hear first? Mm -hmm. Who needs to be listening to what the other perspective is first? Mm -hmm. That's something for consideration. Briefly, John, in terms of how you're at right now with how the process. I just wish every mediation was like this, <laughs> right? Um, I thought, uh, Joni, you were a great listener. Um, and, you know, you kept really good composure. You made us both feel comfortable. Um, you were very aware. So watching our face, watching our, reading our body language and whatnot. And then, um, you know, tying everything in at the end here was very helpful. And then, you know, that let's create a roadmap that was key and it just reminded me of uh what we need to do on a daily basis right? okay i just have to purposes to say goodbye <laughs> i want to thank all three of you for being in the moment because this was uh, not rehearsed you had minimal information in terms of uh, navigating with this exploring it building on it creating it making it happen i want people to appreciate who are listening and who will eventually be watching to understand that uh, this is a template that can be and would be very effective for many situations involving people. I want people to challenge themselves that mediation is not only this construct, it's many different forms of construct and potential. So you're listening to Mediation Station, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.